Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from Rhea, who asks, how do I deal with a four-year-old that is afraid to go to any doctor's office? Oh, Rhea, I've been there. It's not easy. As a kid, I had extreme doctor phobia. And in August, we would go away to my grandma's house for the summers. And I remember in August, I would start to worry about the back to school physical. Like I was almost obsessed with it. We had to get shots and give blood. And I would just start obsessing about it, basically. And I was older than four. I was definitely like eight, nine, 10 when this was happening. And my kids now, especially in the time of coronavirus, one of my kids had to go for a test early on when they were still doing what we called the brain scraper, where like they would put the Q-tip up your nose and into your throat. Since then, they've kind of, I think, figured out that maybe they don't need to go quite that far. And now it's like a Q-tip in the nostril thing, but it became kind of an obsession of like, what if I have to get another coronavirus test? And this is a dilemma. I think in certain degrees, this is not entirely fixable. And it's something that you just have to talk about with your kid a lot. I went to the whattoexpect.com blog, and they had some good tips, which I'm going to share with you as well. These helped me as well. I mean, the number one top of the triangle issue here is communication, not dismissing the concerns as like, don't be silly, you have to go to the doctor, trying to dial in with your kid a little bit and trying to find some solutions that make this easier. But I want to be clear that I'm not trying to get to your kid will skip off to the doctor happily because doctors are kind of scary. Sometimes it involves painful things and kids are right to be afraid of the doctor. It's a person they don't know that well. It's a very kind of vulnerable and intimate relationship with someone they don't know that well, which is scary for kids. And then there's the shots and blood draw aspect, which can be really traumatic. And so we start with understanding that and then we dial in on how we can help a little bit. One of the things that the What to Expect blog talks about, which I like a lot, is timing. So I have learned over the years with my kids not to spring any information. So if we have a doctor's appointment, we talk about it a month beforehand, a week beforehand, then the morning before school, because the last thing I ever want to do is say, we have to go to the doctor in five minutes because I know that's not going to go well. Another thing what to expect suggests is alerting the staff. And I think this can be a little as um, Amy's grandma says, tweet, tweet. Like you might feel a little bit like that mom calling ahead and saying, you know, I've got a kid who's 
really, really anxious. But I think it helps to give the doctor's office a heads up and say, listen, we're coming in and we might need a little extra help with this one. I think the doctor's office generally will be, especially a pediatrician, they're going to be responsive to that. Watch making promises you can't keep. So you don't want to tell your kid, this is no big deal. It won't hurt. There's not going to be any shots. And then, you know, swoop in comes the doctor with a huge needle. So I think it's fair to talk to kids and say, yes, this is scary. The shot, it hurts. You know, I've had the conversation with my kids on a one to 10. It hurts like a six. It's a pretty big owie, but it's short. And how we're going to do it is you're going to bring your favorite stuffy with you. You hug it as tight as you can and the shot will be over before you know it. So you have to offer them some sort of control, even though they don't have a ton in that situation, something that they can do to feel better. I'm not against a little bribery where you say, you know, after the doctor's office, we'll go get ice cream. That's what we do. Our our doctor's office is near an ice cream shop and that's the deal. You're going to get a little ice cream afterwards because it can be an unpleasant experience. Watch always, and you're probably not doing this, but I guess... You know, I've been tempted sometimes when my kids are, you know, I think kind of lazing around or faking it a little bit. What, do you want to go to the doctor? You'll have to go to the doctor if you're really sick. Watch using the doctor as a threat. It's tempting to do sometimes and it works against you in the long haul. Another thing with what to expect is finishing up with praise. And this is, you did so well. You were so nervous about this. And I was so impressed. You were such a big girl. And I know it was hard. And there were a lot of tears. And it's okay to have tears because that was a scary, maybe painful experience. And leaning into what a good job they did. And then you can dial that back. I mean, you're in this for the long game. You have a four-year-old. You've got at least, you know, 14 more years of yearly physicals at best. And so you want to build on the positive experiences. I have my kids, I have three of them. So the siblings, sometimes I will enlist their help with this. Let's talk to older brother about how it was for him. And if sometimes if he says to sister, you know, the shot really hurt. But by the time I was done with my ice cream, I wasn't even really thinking about anymore. That can help that like a peer experience, a sibling experience is maybe a little bit more meaningful than a parent who's saying it's all going to be okay and the child doesn't trust that that much. So one other suggestion from what to expect, which I like, books about going to the doctor. There's plenty of them. Toy doctor kits. Finding ways when you're not at the doctor to make the doctor seem a little bit more approachable. And, you know, oh, teddy bear has a sore arm. What what do you think he needs? Oh, he needs a shot. Oh, how are we going to make him feel better? And involving your kids in the world of the doctor. So it's not that scary feeling of the adults are dragging me to this place where scary and painful things happen. I think that's really your best shot. You're going to make it better. You're not going to make it perfect. You know, I mean, do you still, do you like going to the doctor? Do you like going to the dentist? I certainly don't. But, you know, it's something that we have to do for our health. And so we just help bring our children there by saying, we're with you. We have a plan. We've got a great plan for ice cream afterwards. And within that, we're going to survive this experience. And we're going to look back and say, remember what a great job you did last time? We can do it again. Raya, I hope that helps. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can submit them to questions at whatfreshallpodcast.com. Or if you're not in our Facebook group, you definitely should be because people are always helping each other with their questions there. That's at facebook.com forward slash whatfreshhealthcast. And you can join the group and community from there. And we look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks for listening.
Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. 